He's one of the hottest young talents in the National League. He's had a great football career so far, and he's tipped to go on to even better things, possibly in the EFL. But at the moment, it's a successful season at Borehamwood so far. Kane Smith, thank you ever so much for joining us. No. So, Kane, uh, how's it going anyway? I hear you had a training session earlier today, and there's a new signing as well. Don't reveal it to us just yet, but um, we hear he's going to be a part of that back line anyway. Uh, how's he getting on? Yeah, he's done well. I think he's settling in well. This is a first session today, just getting to know the lads. But um, yeah, we're doing our preparation for Torquay tomorrow. So yeah, it's been going well. FA Trophy game uh, tomorrow. You met, haven't actually played Torquay this season. That was meant to be yesterday. I mean, you've, so you've had so many postponements this season. When you heard about, when you heard it was getting postponed, you're just like, all right, there's another one. We'll just plan for Tuesday because you're, you're almost so used to it now. Yeah, to a certain extent you are. I'm quite glad we're not away from home. So they've got to travel down on a Tuesday night. But um, yeah, at the minute, there's so many games. Like I said, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. You just want to get them over and out of the way and go on to the next one. But now we're looking forward to it. We're glad to be out of the FA Cup. So another cup competition. Hopefully we're, we get the chance to go to Wembley. I mean, yeah, we'll I... start by talking about that Millwall game. Yeah. Um, what was your firstly, what was your reaction like when you drew Millwall uh, in that FA Cup draw and it was announced on TV? Yeah. Well, we we had a game against Canvey on the on the Monday, so when the draw was getting taking place, so we didn't know who we got to after the game, which was uh, a, a hard a lot hard for me because I wanted an Everton as a supporter or yeah. a mass like that. But now Millwall is a huge club, and yeah, we just gutted we uh, couldn't go a step further. I mean, I I watched a bit of the game, and uh, Millwall looked for the taking, if I'm honest, you know what I mean? Um, you, you, I thought you had a good game yourself, you know what I mean? But uh, what's with the long ball? I mean, was that was that a plan or was that just a go-to? Oh, it's, it's one of them. We didn't. We wanted to play football as much as we can, but they pressed really well. They're obviously a championship side. They come out and they, they knew what they were doing. But like you said, we had our chances. Yeah. We should, if we took them, it would have been a different story. And then looking back on it, never know. They could have had a red card, but... Yeah, yeah, if we still got chance, it would have been much better. I mean, yeah. it was a strong Millwall side. They put out there Troy Parrott on loan from Tottenham, John Daddy Bodvas, and he was part of the Iceland side that we all remember knocked England out of the Euros. So uh, a strong team. But I mean, when it was 1-0, Matt Reid missed that chance opportunity, uh, missed that opportunity, obviously. It's a big one. I mean, what was Luke Garrard's, your manager's, what was his reaction after the game? Was Were you all kind of gutted or was it was yeah. it more, what a run we had, you know, let's look back on it and enjoy it? I think a bit of both, really. We we knew we had a, such a good run and the club had never got that far before. And personally, I've never got that far before. So it was a, a great experience. But when you're you're so close and you know you like you have your moments in football and we knew that Reedy's chance was a massive moment. But like I said, if that falls to him nine out of ten times, he's, he's scoring. It was just that, that one chance. But we go again and we go into the next game. That Canvey Island game uh, to get you into that third round. I mean, it must have been a weird one because obviously all the pressure's on, but you're up against the side in a, uh, in, a in a league below. No, a couple of leagues below. Yeah. Um, I watched that one on the TV as well. Now, were you the scorer of that goal? <laughs> did it get put down as an own goal in the end, or who did it go to? I'm claiming it 100. percent I don't get many, so I'll take it. Um, yeah, I think it got down as an own goal to start with, but I think they give it to me on some some little websites but yeah I'll, I'll 100% take it it was on target for me do you think you'll use this FA Cup run as motivation for the FA Trophy run get to the final maybe yeah I think you have to I think like we're one of the 
the bigger clubs in the competition. We've got a tough draw, obviously, Torquay are flying at, at the top of the table, but we know where we can hurt them. But we just want a cup run. There's a lot of people that in that squad that have gone to Wembley, but we've got a young squad as well. I've obviously been there, but haven't played, so I'd love to go back there. Is a big comfort. I mean, you've talked about um, talked about Wembley there and been heartbreak for you in many ways in terms of the playoffs at Borenwood and the same story uh, about Hitchin, which will which will come to later. But um, Mr. Semis in the final at Wembley, didn't you? After suffering serious knee injury against AFC Fylde, I mean, was that one of the toughest points of your career missing those playoffs? Yeah, hundred percent. It was. Um, it was one that I didn't really expect when you're young and you're fit and you feel like you're invincible at times you don't think that you can get these sort of serious injuries and when it happened it was a shock to me massively but I think you sort of realise how mentally strong you are in them situations and you know that you're not going to be playing for 10-11 months out for a year near enough so to come back and to do what you love and play football again is yeah it's perfect you can't can't get better really. Okay, you, uh, you. Um, sorry about the uh, distractions earlier on. That's my brother ringing me up. He, we've all got brothers. Um, going, going back to your youth days. I know you came up through the through the Luton Academy, but let's go back even before then and before then, under under nines, even under tens. Have you always been like uh, right back and attacking minded, or have uh, or have you gone through a few? I was a striker. I used to, when I was. Why are they all signed? strikers? <laughs> Trust me, I got signed for um, Rushton Diamonds when I was six. And I've, I was there till I was 15 when they folded. So when everything oh. went all liquidation, everything like that. Mm. But that was a brilliant, brilliant club and one that I think a lot of people miss. Yeah, uh, They were a massive club, obviously. They were in the league and they were a massive club in non-league where I'm playing now. But yeah, I miss them times. And I think that's what made me a, the player I was today. I played very attacking back then. And I've slowly filtered back, but not quite got the goalkeeper yet. But yeah, I'll, yeah. Um, I'll stay working there. on it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you've said I think you've said your idol is Tony Hibbert, uh, the former <laughs> the former Everton man. I saw that from your Twitter bio. I did do yeah. more research on that, by the way. Um, but Tony, one club man, wasn't he? Converted to right back um, from midfield. So is that almost yeah. a similar story to you? And obviously, you're an Everton fan as well. Yeah, it is, to be fair. And yeah, my, I always told my dad when I was younger, I wanted a Tony Hibbert shirt and he never brought me one. So when I was old enough, I bought myself one. And I think there's a famous photo of me and Brett, actually, in my um, Tony Hibbert shirt when we drew a Liverpool, I think, but they stopped him in the league. So yeah, Tony Hibbert, I'd say he's up there with one of them. Is that, what is player, that sorry, what, sorry Marit, what player do you think you, you compare your style to in terms of maybe a Premier League player, like a flying wingback? Oh... The tough one. I remember I quite liked uh, Kieran Trippier when he was when he was playing in the Prem. Similar, got a bit of pace, good go. His crossing brilliant, like you saw in uh, in the World Cup with his free kicks. Sadly, I've not got his free kicks, but yeah, his crossing I think is uh is brilliant. He's not the quickest, but he's yeah he can do a really good job. And I think he's flying at Atletico. Well, he was till this betting scandal, I think. But other than that, he's been doing all right. So I mean, um, you're an Everton fan. Um... What, if you could play at any team and any, I mean, you are pipped to go up and up and up anyway. But um, if you could go up as high as, as as Everton, is that is that your dream team? Is that where you'd like to play? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. I think that that'd be the one. My granddad's a Liverpool fans. So he'd love to see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have to go Everton. 
Um, so Boreham Wood at the moment, uh, coming back to it now, we've see, just seen a new contract recently announced for your manager, Luke Garrard, three more years. I mean, what's your relationship like with him? Because he was the one who brought you to the club in the first place. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. I think he's helped me massively from when I first signed to coming now to make me a lot a, a better player. And and personally as well, he's um, he done when my injury, he had the, he done his ACL as well. So he helped me a lot spoke to me about near enough every day about what what the right thing is to do the rehab and and he didn't he didn't lie to me at any opportunity he told me it's going to hurt he told me it's going to be painful and you need to get through it but yeah he's been brilliant he's probably the best coach I've been under Man- management wise he's he's brilliant but yeah just he knows so much about the game uh, I think analysis wise I don't I've never had anything like it before the game you'll never miss a detail out so yeah, he's been he's been excellent and worthy of his extra three years. Now I've watched a few interviews and listened to interviews of him. He always speaks his mind, doesn't he? he? Always really does go into detail. You'll have a lot of managers who'll deflect the questions, but he a bit like Brett and Berkey here at Hitchin. They'll always speak their mind, and you know they they will say exactly what they thought uh, thought about the game. I mean, one person obviously there with a new three year contract, but one person who left to go into better things, Sorba Thomas. Uh, getting signed by Huddersfield. I mean, were you were you devastated to see him go, or is there a part of you, you think, wow, you know, that's what I could do maybe in a couple of years' time as well? Yeah, on a on a team, a selfish point, we've got to see him go because he's been excellent for us this year. But on a personal point, he's deserved it. He's come through the Pace Academy there. He's been he's been there for a long, long time. But he's got bundles and bundles of talent. He, he's going to prove himself, I'm sure, in the next in the next few years, and he's worthy of that contract. But I'm hoping he just keeps his feet on the ground and he, uh, he, he cracks on and works hard because he honestly is very, very, very good. OK. Um, Boreham Wood are uh, 11th at the moment in the National League. have played 14 and uh, some clubs have played up to 18 um, in this, this weird time at the moment. So, uh, I mean, how do you see Boreham Wood's chances of, of promotion should everything kick back in or do you just see it all falling apart? No, 100%. We believe we, we want to go for the league. is the first thing we, we wanted this season. We believe we can do that with the squad we've got. Um, yeah, it's very tight up there. Like, if we had a one on Tuesday night when we drew to Dover, we'd have gone fourth. Mm. So it's very, very, very tight. We've got a, a few games in hand with the people in the playoffs. But we have a good run around this sort of time and I think we're, we're what, four, four wins out of the last five. Yeah. So, yeah, we're flying at the minute. we just got to keep our feet on the ground. It's good to have these little cup competitions to take your mind off the league. But as soon as we get back to the league, yeah, I think that's the main focus. Playoffs, but we, yeah, we want to try and push the, for automatic. It's been an incredibly strange season, hasn't it? Obviously, you've got the impact of COVID. I heard from Luke Garrard um, the other day. I'm right in saying you've appointed a kind of mind coach or a, a mental health kind of coach. I mean, what's that been like? Has, every, has everyone been up for working with him? Or are there still some lads who are like, no, I'm not talking to this guy? Or is it all going well? No, he's been re- everyone's brought into it. He's been brilliant, Rob. Um, he's he's been excellent. I think p- for a personal point of view as well, he's he's helped me out massively. It's one of them where you don't want to. Some people are afraid to uh, t- talk about stuff, and even on or off the pitch. But everyone's brought into it, and you can see that in the last few fixtures is as well as a uh, everyone's positive. There's no negative in the in the group. If something goes wrong, you you'll just g them up. You won't uh, won't slate them. And I think that's been amazing for us. And like like Luke said. He's been he's brought into it very well as well, and he's a calm, calm and collected now. So yeah, everyone's benefiting from it. Are you a are you a FIFA or a football manager kind of guy? Yeah, I'm FIFA, FIFA, FIFA and, and COD. I think. Okay, have you have you been and had a look at yourself? Do you agree with the stats? 
<laughs> um, I've seen them. I wasn't best pleased with them. Right. <laughs> Some of them, I think, I'd like to have a bit better on them, but sure. I've got to agree with it, and I, I can't complain. Okay. That, Just that... be. Yeah, it might even it might even be a little sort of push for you as well to sort of go. I mean, if I yeah. was um, if, if 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 I was a, a man in your position, I'd definitely be going and having a look at myself, and even probably playing as myself as well. Well, last last week came we talked to Wally Bayliss, and he was in charge of doing most of the stats for the national league players and the people around this level. So if you ever do a if you ever are a bit annoyed, and we're playing we're playing this interview actually on his <laughs> on his show on Free Counties Radio that was as well. My point. Um, so there be some people listening to that now, but he's the guy in charge of all of your stats. So if you ever want to send him a message, if you're not happy, come on, uh, then, yeah. then get in touch with him. Um, another question. I mean, you've got some interesting teammates, haven't you, at Boreham, with a lot of players from different backgrounds, and one I love to know a bit more about Matt Reed. obviously part of that massive FA Cup run with Lincoln City I mean was he giving a lot of advice before these big FA Cup games a man who knows all about a giant killing yeah like you said he's been there and he's done it I think he's someone as a a younger player in the change room that you can look up to and he's a very he's such a big voice in in that change room such a big leader um yeah he's someone to look up to you know he's been he's beat the Burnleys he's he's gone to Arsenal and played for however long and yeah he's he's a role model to a certain extent at, at our club he's a great laugh you can talk to him about anything and uh yeah he's a great 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 guy tom champion as well i saw you you did a couple of youtube stuff for the club's channel with him look like you two are good mates too obviously does it help to be to be in favor with the captain yeah he's brilliant champ uh when i he's joined when i joined at the start so um he's looked after me a lot Obviously, he plays on the right-hand side of the back three, so I'm always with him. But, yeah, he's he's brilliant. He's he's probably one of the, probably the funniest guy I know. Honestly, he's, he's top draw. And, um, but when it comes to the pitch, like I said, he's been there in the FA Club. He, he walked out Cambridge at um, Old Trafford. So he's been there and done it. And, yeah, we've got so many leaders in that squad. It's a good balance, very good balance. What's, uh, what's probably been the hardest game of your career so far? I'd say... Millwall was tough, to be fair. It was tough. It was coming up against players that play week in, week out in the championship and you, you sort of set yourself at that level. Um, hard, well, I say Luton in pre-season a few years ago when Nathan Jones first first was there and the style of football they played, they played a diamond and playing as mm. a 3-5-2 and against a diamond, you've always got to come in and it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's difficult. Probably one of the hardest when he got playing the football when he had James Justin and Jack Stacey down the wings, yeah. If you were struggling, yeah. Who are your main rivals in the National League? Obviously, you had that game against Barnet uh, televised a few weeks ago. Great win there. You had one called off against Wildstone too. I mean, what's it like having these games on BT Sport? Obviously, never a thing when you were at top field. But mm. I mean, do any <laughs> players are they checking their hair in the changing room before the game? <laughs> I'm probably the worst for it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. You know that you're going to get that sort of TV stage. You know you want to impress them games. Especially the youngster, when my first game, thinking, oh, like, I'm playing on BT Sport, like your whole family can watch it, and you know that you can watch, put it on record and watch it when you get back in. But yeah, I say, then game is you sort of when the when the whistle goes, you sort of forget about it. you're on TV, and you sort of it's like any other game. Now, one feature of this National League season, especially now, um, you're playing against a lot of former Hitchin teammates, aren't you? Will Wright. Uh, Dagenham and Redbridge. You've also got Matt Lynch and now recently signed for Wilson. Looks like Michael Johnson and St. Albans are on the promotion push as well. What's it like playing against some old faces? 
yeah no, it's brilliant it's, it's great to see obviously um, I know Wrighty very well and obviously Lenchy and MJ's flying at St Albans I, I knew when, when we play Wrighty it's a tough one because when we play Dagenham the managers both know each other so you want to try and get a bit of inside detail and it's always messaged him a few days before see if he's got anything for me but he never he never gives in it'd be good to play Lenchy we played I played Slough in pre-season with him. I had a good chat of him but yeah we know what Lenchy's about and how much talent he's got and yeah MJ is flying at the minute St Albans are doing very well so hopefully for his sake he can uh, get promoted with um with the future looming and everything like that, would you is is an international career something that you consider? And I don't mean like you know obviously we'd all love to go to Real Madrid, but I'm talking uh, I'm talking more uh, J League here, um, <laughs> which is the Japanese, the Japanese league, league because Jeff United really could do with a speedy, pacey wing back. <laughs> you know what? I think in football, I think you've got to go wherever it takes you. So I'd be all up for it going wherever. So yeah, I won't rule it out. Be good to see that. Um, and this is, if, I mean, as we come towards the end of part one, now you have been tipped by many commentators and pundits to go on and play football at a higher level. But at the moment, is is your number one priority to get to that higher level with Boreham Wood? Of course it is. I think um, we've got such a good squad and we've got some unfinished business after the last two, two three seasons where we've got so far. I think he's a, he's a brilliant, brilliant club. I can't fault you one one bit. They've looked after me through through everything, really. And I, we want to sort of repay them and get to the football league where we feel that we deserve to be. And um, yeah, well, I feel personally I deserve to be, but hopefully I can do that with Bournemouth. And no injuries as well. If you do get yes. to the playoffs, I mean, you'll have to be properly looking after yourself the second you hear uh, you're in the playoffs. Honestly, it's been it's been so bad. I think obviously a hitching when it was a. The Lemerton one, I was going to miss that out. And then obviously this one, I'm thinking, I'm just cursed when it comes to players. We should win the league straight away. It'd be easier. <laughs> if well, there we go. Possible. That's the push. Automatic promotion this season. That's the end of part one. Uh, and now part two, you really don't want to go away because we're going to be talking all about um, Kane's time at Hitchin, also coming through the Luton Academy. Uh, and Brett Donnelly sent in some questions. So you don't want to go anywhere. Thanks for listening to part one. Catch you later.